Welcome to the Live Courageously podcast show. I'm your host, John Duffy, and this is a milestone show, my 50th Live Courageously podcast show. Since I started the show two years ago when I was in Alberta, Canada, filming a second movie, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist, with my two special guests today. So let's meet today's courageous guests, Kevin Sorbo and James Quattrochi, and they will be announcing the theatrical release of the feature film that we made previously up in uh, in Canada called Miracle in East Texas, and it'll be released October 29th and 30th, but they'll tell you more about that. Kevin Sorbo, originally from Minnesota, received international stardom when he booked the lead role in Hercules, The Legendary Journey, which became the most watched TV show in the world. Uh, Sorbo also starred alongside Dennis Quaid and Helen Hunt in Soul Surfer and the fate-based movie God's Not Dead. Uh, Kevin's directed and acted and produced the fate family movie Let There Be Light, and it ranked number four out of the top 10 family movies of 2018. Miracle in East Texas, the movie we're talking about today, is a comedy based on a true story set in 1930 and was another movie that Sorbo directed and acted in. The movie also stars John Ratzenberger, Lou Gossett Jr., and Sam Sorbo. Kevin also directed and starred and acted in Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Uh, producer, actor James Quattrochi, originally from the Bronx, like me, produced and starred in, in The Kingdom of the Blind with William Peterson and Michael Bean. He, James followed that up, that project, by directing the critically acclaimed film True Friends, and he followed True Friends by directing Jesus, Mary, and Joey, starring Olympia Dukakis, Charles Dernan, and Melissa Joan Hart. He was hired to produce all in one, a father and daughter who gets caught up in the world of championship poker, starring Michael Madison, Michael Michael Madsen and Dominic Swain, um, Lou Gossett Jr. and James Russo. James brought me on to partner with him on two of Kevin Sorbo's films, and that's who we are today. So greetings, James and Kevin. Pleasure to have you on my show today. John, I could never tell if you were from the Bronx, man. I never would have figured that out, man. You know, I, I know most people think I'm, you know, from, you know, somewhere in the valley, right? You know, a valley guy. <laughs> All right, See, hold that picture up. There we go. There we go. That is so he, cool. He gave me that for my birthday, autographed. I love that. Hey, so I, I started out acting as well until, you know, James destroyed my career. But anyway, hey, <laughs> um, guys, thank you for being on. We, we don't have a lot of time, so we're going to scramble uh, uh, through this real fast. But Kevin, tell us about, give us the backstory of uh, Miracle in East Texas. How, you know, what was the story behind it? How did you end up taking it to Canada? Just give us all that backstory. Let's start there. Well, uh, real quick, just through the quick little cliff notes for what the movie's about. It's a true story set in 1930. It's about the largest oil find in the history of the world. And it deals with two con artists played by myself in the movie and John Ratzenberger that would go through Oklahoma and Texas and they would woo widows out of, out of money on fake oil wells. They would sell 500% of the shares and then uh, declare a dry hole and move on. They strike oil in Kilgore, Texas, largest oil find in the history of the world. And by the way, this movie's been to 10 film festivals. It's won everything from best romantic comedy to judges' favorite, best faith-based film, audience favorite. So they can't really pigeonhole it. It's a wonderful PG movie. You can take your seven-year-old to it. You're going to love this movie. It's a great comedy. Um, James is in it. We got John Ratzenberger. We got Lou Gossett Jr. My wife, Sam, is in it. Tyler Maine. And it's just wonderful. And it was brought to me by Dan Gordon. Dan Gordon's an Oscar-nominated writer. He wrote the script that uh, Denzel Washington won his Oscar in as well. And it's called The Hurricane. He wrote White Earp for Gavin Costner. And he wrote 60 episodes of Highway to Heaven. Now, 
John, I mean, uh, Dan's been a friend for, for many years and he's friends of all of our, all of ours. And he's just a great guy, great talent. Um, we ended up in, in Calgary in Alberta. Um, there were a 3000 acre ran working ranch up there. And look, we, I, show, I show this movie to about 400 oil guys recently in Oklahoma city. And after that, I did a Q and a, and one of the guys said, Hey, I know where that is in Texas. I said, no, you don't, <laughs> you have no idea. Um, where we shot, it's the same location that Clint Eastwood shot Unforgiven. And if Clint can shoot there, I'm happy to shoot there too. It's a wonderful movie. If you look east, it's the Rocky Mountains in, in Calgary. If you look west, trust me, it looks like Texas. Here's a quick picture of uh, uh, where he thought was in uh, Texas, but clearly wasn't, right? Yeah. So that, that was one of the things, and we'll talk about that. Uh, James, why don't you uh, uh, jump in real well, quick? I'll, I'll, go, I'll go back to the very beginning. Kevin gives me a script. I won't mention the budget, but he told me how much money he had. And I went, really? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I brought John Duffy in and we sat down, we did the budget. And then we made that phone call to Kevin telling him we couldn't do it. And he, well, and, well, we couldn't do it in L.A. We to do it in L.A. So a friend of mine, Scott Jones, who is a wonderful sales agent and a producer, and he's from Calgary. He said, Jamie, you got to come up to Calgary. So Kevin and I and Sam and Dan Gordon got on a plane yep. and we went to Calgary, Alberta. And Kevin could take it from here, but I'm pretty sure he fell in love with it. He said, this is where we're filming the movie. Yeah, it just fit it right away. I mean, the locations were amazing. And I mentioned uh, Un Unforgiven. They shot The Revenant there with Leonardo DiCaprio. They shot mm -hmm. uh, Open Range with Kevin Costner. In fact, about three months ago, I was flipping channels. And there, you remember the bar we used? Uh, where John and I are sitting there debating over which which widow we're going right. to go hit on. That's and, at the CL Ranch. CL yeah. Ranch. And it was right there, though. It was right. I mean, it was amazing. And then uh, uh, it's just you, you look at you get the tax credit in Canada. You get right. the dollar app, you know, the American dollar stronger, too. So you get a double bang on your per buck. Um, this movie looks like a $10 million movie. I mean, it looks amazing. We got the cars from 1930 or earlier. The train is one of only two trains in North America that are 1930 or earlier and still running on track. So it was kind of, it adds a production value. I mean, uh, the crew that we hired up there um, that James worked with and John worked with, I'll tell you, these guys worked their butts up. We literally, what, three weeks of pre-production we started filming? It was 17 yes. days, I think. Exactly. <laughs> three weeks of unbelievable how we put this together. Three and, weeks of uh, pre-production, and that the crew was fantastic. Everybody up in Calgary, Alberta, what a great crew. Uh, Jason Juan Lim and, and yeah. his team and the DP mm -hmm. and Sounds all of them. But, you know, they built they built us this uh, oil well, you know, that I, I put up there. This oil well in less than two weeks. I mean, yeah. th this team was just amazing, man. And, and, yeah. and, we and I, we've been back a second time, the three of us. And I, I want to just say that you, you're correct. They became like family to us. There's there's people up in Calgary, Alberta, uh, that, that are our family to us at this point. Yeah. And we know we hope to shoot more down there. Well, I mean, look, I've got the scripts. I got more Dan Gordon scripts. The, the biggest problem we have in the independent film world is raising 3 million bucks for a movie. That's catering budget in Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, guys, those are $300 million movies. And to me, it's like, I mean, we all worked on let there be light together as well. Let there be light open number two, per screen average against a $300 million Thor Ragnarok movie. So we're, we're able to do it, but we don't have the power to get it out there unless it comes from you, the people watching right now. I get stopped all the time to say, we love these movies you do. Well, you got to support them because Hollywood's winning the battle right now. They're putting out movies, as you know, the woke craziness of Hollywood. 
I mean, Disney's looking at a billion dollar or more loss this year. I mean, October 29th, they could support yeah. Miracle in East Texas in the theater Sunday and Monday, starting October 29th, where John and I are going to bring a bunch of friends to the one on Sunday. We're sending out email blasts. I mean, all the all the friends I go to their plays and all the friends I, I coach and put on tape and whatever, <laughs> they all got to come support this movie. Yeah, we need everybody. We need to do the power of 10. Tell 10 friends and tell them to tell 10 friends. If, you, if we fill these theaters up, we have 750 screens. Go to SorboStudios.com. Press on the link for Miracle East Texas. Put in your zip code. It shows you where the movie theaters are near you. We fill them up. We'll get more days. Because as you know, theater owners don't care what they show. They want to sell popcorn and soda. So let's keep this movie rocking. It's a great family movie. There it is underneath Sorbo Studios. Uh, you definitely can um, go there, uh, get your tickets, and bring everybody. Share it with your friend your family, uh, pay it forward, buy tickets for people who yep. can't afford tickets, do whatever it takes. Let's fill the, the, these theaters. But, you know, going back to the beginning, and I'm, I'm going to play a trailer in a middle uh, so the audience can see the, sure. how much fun this movie is to watch and how much fun we had. But I remember when we started up there, you know, we told the crew, and this was my first experience working with you, Kevin, but we said, you know, we're going to do this. We didn't have a lot of money. It was a tight budget. We were very ambitious is what we were trying to accomplish. We said, we're going to do it in 12-hour days. And then we're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Everybody says that, right? But we did, and you did. And it was 11-hour days, and there was some 10-hour days. Yeah. We accomplished it all. And what we promised was we did it, and we created a family, and we had fun. We had fun during the movie. We had fun after the movie at night. We, we just built a, a real uh, a community while we had this uh, movie. Well, theater. John, you and James both know there's a lot of wasted time on television and movie sets. And, you, you know, there was just there's no reason for it. Uh, Clint Eastwood shoots eight hour days and makes Oscar nominated winners. So, um, you know, you really just got to crack the whip and, and just get people to come in and be ready to go. And we found that in that crew up in Canada. Ke Kevin, do you remember the, the wedding scene? Uh, the proposal scene where the cicadas were so loud that we couldn't even hear each other? think and talk and i'm like kevin we're gonna have to adr the whole scene and somehow um we, we when we posted this the the miracle in east texas was pulled off they took all the cicadas off the soundtracks yeah. and you and i looked at each other we couldn't believe it yeah. it was not one noise on the soundtrack i had no idea how they did it but yeah. technology these right. days you're, they you're did right. it. You're it right. was so loud oh and that's cicadas, cool. cicadas that's, they're, they're like louder than anything when they're doing, when the actually, actually sounds going. So it was pretty impressive. They actually wait for action and then they yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to share the, the actual trailer for this movie and uh, I think you're going to love it. And uh, let's go, let me put it up on the screen. Tell me, guys, if you can hear it. So this is Texas. Very flat. I just believe the hand of Providence has been guiding our every step. We're going to hit oil right here on your plate. Duck board dead. While they weren't much good at actually finding or drilling for oil, they both possessed an unusual facility for convincing people that they could do just that. Oil! I've never felt it so strong in all my life. Widows were the mother's milk of petroleum hustle. Love is not time's fool. And now that they had a well, 
it was time to hit every widow they could find in a three-county radius. It's well. We can't bring it in. We've already sold close to 500%. Asshole. You can only have 100% of anything. I just wanted to be square with you because I care for you, man. Give you back the $1,000 I took. That you swindled from other widows. I don't want you here. I want you out of my house. We got to take what we got and get as far away from Texas as we can get. You want me to walk away from it? We're crooks. We've conned all those old ladies. Yeah, we conned those old ladies because that's what we do. I'm an oil man. Praise Jesus in all his glory. Lotharians. He's talking about you. True head to God miracle is what it is. That's the gospel truth. Leave the rest up to Jesus! God's own bounty. Oil. Black gold. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. <laughs> I never saw that one, Kevin. We have several trailers. That was really good. Cool. Cool. That's the one they're showing at Fathom events right now, I believe. That's great, man. It's a very family-oriented, very funny. Yep. And uh, you guys, uh, I know it, it comes across on screen how much fun you and John had actually doing the movie. Well, it's just so weird, you know, because my one, I, one of my first ever speaking roles was on Cheers. So I met John way back in the Cheers days, and uh, uh, it's still doing great on TV. I catch him now and then. I look at John back then in 1988, you know, and I've shot two movies with him now, and he's, it's, just, it's just so fun. And for people that remember John from Cheers, that, you know, he's also the voice in every single Pixar movie. Yeah. So he's the he's the pig in Toy Stories. He's the group of fish in Nemo. He's a truck in Cars. And this guy gets in every single one of these Pixar movies. One of my favorite scenes is the one where Tyler Maine comes in and you guys see him for the first time up on the porch and you're frightened because he's like seven foot four. Yeah. And uh, that is a great scene. That's a hilarious scene. A mountain of a man, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we—I'll tell you—we got some great local casting out of out of Calgary as well. We found some amazing talent right there. That's a picture of you next to him, and you're a giant guy, and he's even—I mean, it's mind-boggling how big he is. He's a big dude. He's a—you know—he's a former WWF guy. You know, he was a big wrestler back in like the '80s and '90s, and um, he was in those scary. Was he Jason? He was something in all those scary movies, right? The Scorpio. He was also in the Scorpio King. And uh, when I was doing Jungle Cruise in Atlanta, he came to visit me because he moved to Atlanta. And we oh, hung out really? after your movie. After he was, he was Sabretooth, an X-Men. Yeah. 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 Nice fella, too. Real nice fella. Real nice guy. So once, once you're up there, I mean, here's the thing. One is when we want everybody to go see this movie, that's how you can support us so we can make other movies like this. And, you know, you can, uh, like I said, you can uh, pay it forward. You can uh, buy tickets. You can claim a ticket if you someone bought a ticket for you. Here's up on the screen. So you definitely can do that. Um, and you can go to Sobo Studios if you want to buy a ticket. So definitely go there to be able to get your tickets. You can also go to Fathom Releasing if you need to. Uh, here we are on um, uh, Sobo Studios right there. You can go to SoboStudios.com to get your tickets. So I can't, you know, you're going to have fun. If you bring your family, you bring your friends, you're going to have fun because we had fun. It was such a fun movie to make. I, you know, it, it went down as one of the ones I couldn't get wait to go back to Canada the second time yeah. with you guys because it, it was such a blast to, to make a movie like this. 
And we did. We went back again and did uh, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. So people can check out that movie as well. That's You can find more information on the Sorbo Studios of that one as well. It was uh, based off the Left Behind books that sold 80 million copies. Jerry Jenkins and Tim LaHaye. Jerry Jenkins is Dallas Jenkins' father. A lot of people up there know Dallas is doing very well with The Chosen mm -hmm. uh, miniseries right now about the life of Jesus. I would only make a big suggestion to anyone's thinking about going to Calgary. Go in the summer. Do not go in the winter when we did, and it's 17 degrees below zero. Because <laughs> when we were doing those stunt shots outside on a process trailer, it took me two hours to defrost. Hey, hey James, I wave, I wave to you from inside a warm trailer. So, yeah, it was I, fun, I, man. That was when Kevin, Kevin, you had to leave that day. You had to leave early. I did. And you stuck me outside in 17 degrees below yes. zero. And James, I think James, James Kinnan did a great job on all, all the movies I work on as the second unit director and uh, does a great job on it. But uh, I'll tell you, we got lucky overall at the weather because remember, yeah. they did a total rewrite of the script. We were supposed to shoot in August into September. We were there October, November into December. Oof. And Calgary usually has snow by October. And we didn't get really anything until the last couple of days where it got cold because we got we were hitting 50 degrees in November. That was that's that's unheard of there. We John and I lived on the 58th floor in a tower. That's, that's right. And in some mornings, Kevin, the clouds are so low. I literally my window was pure white. I couldn't see outside. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to play a quick uh, 30 second behind the scenes just to give sure. you a little idea. This was done by Media Pop and Ryan Northrup, who put this together for us. And I think uh, you'll, it'll give the audience a little bit of a uh, idea of how much fun I, it was. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. A as you should be. <laughs> and action. It's fun a night at the movies as people will have. They will laugh, they will cry. And if they like Westerns, that's ice cream. John, make it a little lower. Yeah. It needs to be lower. I think he's doing it. Did we lose our host? I think we lost our host. Oh, my God. How did we lose our host? So can the people hear us? <laughs> oh, no, Kevin. What else do you want to say about the movie? I'll take over. You take know what, Kevin? I'll just, nice I'll just nice try, though. No, you ain't <laughs> I'm John Duffy. <laughs> And I approved this message. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you guys are tough, man. What an audience. What an audience. Um, yeah, the video is too high. Did you hear it? Did you see it? Oh, um, did it go too high? You were, cut, you were cutting it off. Cut off, cut off <laughs> halfway through. We didn't see the whole video. Should I go back and do it again? Yeah, it's worth yeah. it. Maybe. I think you, you, went, you, you raised it up to press the play button, but then forgot to lower ah. it. I'm going to see if I can pull it up again. Well, keep, let's keep talking because we only got like about 10 minutes while I try yeah. and bring it back. I try and bring it back up. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, you, you saw a little bit behind the scenes, my bad with the tech there. Um, tell us a little bit more about your experiences making the movie. Anything that stood out for you uh, and for the audience? James, go ahead. Uh, wow. I mean, I think we pretty much covered it. We covered the weather. I remember it was one day when we were doing Miracle in East Texas. And, you know, Kevin, you mentioned the Rocky Mountains and Texas. Well, when a storm comes over the Rocky Mountains, you yeah. don't have much time to react. 
So this storm came in, what was it, John? 30 seconds we had? Oh, my gosh. Remember, Kevin, our pop tents went like a we kite. Went up 100, 100 feet in the air. I mean, and broke. Like 60 <laughs> mile hour winds. And we have a cottonwood tree that we planted in the middle of the this this because it's 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 very funny bit about this cottonwood tree. But anyway, we shot the scene there. That wind came and took off every single leaf off this young tree. And somebody in the crew, I don't remember who it was, said, "That's a wrap on the cottonwood tree." <laughs> <laughs> and we lost about four or five pop tents, but thank God the equipment was okay and the people were okay. But that thank was, God nobody got hurt because and like, like literally three minutes later, it was sunny and beautiful. Yeah. It just was like seventy mile an hour winds like that. It was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah so I mean, that I'm, I'm gonna I'm still trying to get this, uh, but I may be, not be able to pull it back up. But I just want right. to uh, make. Make sure the, the other thing about doing a movie like this, I mean, what was it, you know, for you, um, Kevin, because you directed it and acted in it. And that's not easy to pull off. You know, there's not a lot of people who do that and do it well, but you did a great job on both sides. So you're like, you know, you have to run in and be the lead in the movie. So, I mean, that was another challenge watching you from the producing side as we were producing it. Well, you know, I, I started directing back in Hercules. By season three, I went and asked Universal Studios, you know, you know, a little timid about it. I walked in and said, I'd, I, can I direct one of these? And they looked and they said, yes. And I went, okay. And I just sort of walked out of the room. But I think it's important to surround, I think good directors surround themselves with good, strong people like you. Um, like my wife, Sam, who's a great soundboard. We're going to battle a little bit, but that's good battles. It's always a good thing. Um, and have a Dan Gordon, a writer on the set, who's got so much, you know. I think it's important to surround yourself with good, strong people. I don't know anything about what you guys do in terms of budgeting and figure it out. You guys do such a good job when you bring our movies in under budget, uh, you know, wardrobe, uh, camera guys. I know what I want the frame to look like, but in a, what I want the picture to look like. So I just show examples maybe. And then the DP comes in and says, oh yeah, I can do that. You know, and I'm, I'm open to hear people's ideas. I'm not on the set like a dictator anyway. I don't pretend I know everybody's job, but I remember seeing an interview with Kevin Costner years ago talking about that. And I, I've always remembered that, you know, to surround yourself with people that know what the heck they're doing. Shout out to Charles Hamilton, your DP yes. in two movies in Calgary, Alberta. I mean, that young man, he's young as he is. He is brilliant. He, yeah. he just makes beautiful. He's going to have a long, long career. He'll be doing some really big movies soon. if he's Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's see if I can get it right this time. I'm going to do it one more time. Here we go. Bring it back down when you're done. There you yeah. go. Sound, please. John, sound. Oh, man. What is... That's I fun a night at the movies as people will have. They will laugh. They will cry. And if they like Westerns, that's icing on the cake. Are everywhere like vampires. And cut. And cut. All right. Right. That was better, right? A lot better. <laughs> All right. Second time's the, the charm. All right, Great we got a few more. By the way. What's that? Nice voiceover. Who did that? Me. <laughs> oh, I thought I told them to cut those lines. God. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Hey, we got about five more minutes to wrap up. Present. <laughs> well, I'm never going to live this down. Uh, Ke Kevin has a very busy schedule uh, promoting the movie, and, and that's what it takes. I'm Tell us about that. Right I'm here. I'm here in uh, just outside of Orlando, and I'm in my hotel room. I got a speaking event tomorrow morning. I've got like three or more interviews following the one I have with you right now. I've been doing about nine, eight, nine interviews a day, and um, it's been crazy the last three weeks. I've still got two more weeks on the road, and I think I've got. I, think I mentioned. I think I had eight flights over the next 14 days, so it's gonna be pretty crazy. And this is what it takes, you know, on an independent film. One yeah. is, you know, obviously the pre-production, the production. We had three weeks to make it. We had a short time to film it. And then, of course, you had a great plan and it would have been out and then COVID hit. So that's originally when it was going to come out, which is why, you know, you had to pivot and come up with this plan. But it means that you're doing all this extra work to try and get it out there. And that's what independent filmmaking and promotion is. So anything people can do to show up and go to SoboStudios.com. Uh, uh, buy tickets, buy their friends' tickets, tell their family about it, share it all over your social media, everywhere you can. Please. Tell your churches, tell everybody. I mean, tell everybody. The bigger, the bigger word of mouth, the more it's important because the reality is, you look at the stuff Hollywood's putting out there, th this is a great family movie, and Hollywood's not doing that. We are. And then you can also go here to get tickets as well, fathomevents.com. You can yep. get your tickets, see what theater it is. You can see what seats are available. You can get all your friends, buy a whole block of seats for all your friends if you're feeling really generous and um you know let's support the movie let's make it happen and then if you want to know more obviously you can go here to kevinsobo.net to you know hear a little bit about all the projects that kevin has done and will continue to do in the future so that's a little bit of i uh, just want to do some uh, self-promotion of this film because i think we uh you know, we did an, a great job and I'd love to see everybody see it. I'm going to throw up some quick pictures because we got a couple more minutes and then you can comment. This is a, I love this picture. Yeah. Um, you know, th this is a picture that, uh, you know, at the end of the movie, we got the cast and the crew in front of the train, like Kevin said, which was a train that, uh, you know, amazing that we were able to find that train. It was an active train and we were able to film on it. Yeah, I love that. I love that photo. I got that framed in my office, by the way. I mean, the photographer, we, the photographer we had was phenomenal. I mean, he's like, I, I would hire him every single time. He was one of the best. Uh, he is probably the best. Yeah. yeah. And and we were on the train, and that was you know one of the the, the pictures. Um, you know, I think this was another one. I'm not see if I have it. Uh, no, we don't have it. But these, I'm just going to run through some quick pictures as you. Uh, go from this from the movie. This is a great scene at the end with uh, James on the left and Kevin and John Ratzenberger in a great picture of black and white of James. Yeah, once again, showing this photographer his amazing uh, photography. Um, once again, some of the black and white photography that he took. Uh, just once again, that's in color. Uh, and then in the church, this was the church that we filmed in when we were in pre-production. That's Kevin up there on the church and talking to the crew about what we were planning on doing there. That's James. Yeah. <laughs> that that's James praying. I think he was praying that I wouldn't cut his lines. I'm not sure, but that's what somebody told me. Um, so, <laughs> but they, I mean, there's just so many great. There he is again, you know, playing uh, uh, a sheriff. Uh, you know, and the, and the, all these pictures. I mean, each one of them captures a just an incredible moment. This is the judge. What a what a look, man! What a great casting that was done with the judge. And then this is just some of us with the team up in Canada with the film commissioner and just, you know, enjoying the process. Uh, and then of course with uh, Jason Wan Lim um, as well. 
So uh, that's a little bit of uh, that whole piece. John, do you know where that picture was taken right there? Uh, th which picture? Right there of Jason, you and I. Uh, that was at a restaurant, a uh, Chinese restaurant. Um, and I'm not sure exactly you, what- Do you remember why we were there? You mean besides you wanting to drink? <laughs> that was Kevin. Kevin, that was the day where I had to meet with the head of the Teamsters to beg them for a pass on the movie because we didn't have the budget for the Teamsters. Oh my gosh. And yeah, and we met with him and he was a sweetheart. And then we went back on your second movie. We walked in the office, John and I, and he just looked at us and he just said, whatever you guys want, you guys are honorable people and you pay. And, uh, you know, the word got out, you're good people. And he just, he said, anything you need, you let me know. And they're great. What a great brotherhood up there with the Teamsters, really, truly. Yep. And, and IATSE and Damon and the guys at IATSE and, you know, the, the, whole, the whole union system up there. Yes, indeed. Yep. Well, we are exactly hitting 12, I mean, uh, 130 in uh, Florida and 1030 yep. for me. Kevin's got to go. Kevin, any closing words? Thank you very much for doing this. Please, everybody, you're going to love this film, truly. And I don't say that about a lot of films. You're going to love this film. Go out, invite your family, invite your friends, support this uh, film so we can work together and make some more good films for you. Kevin, your closing words. Awesome. Hey, you just said it all right there. It's a wonderful family movie. You guys will absolutely love it. You will. It's it's just, it's so well written by Dan Gordon. And um, the story that goes, see, I, we're not giving anything away when these guys strike oil in the largest oil fund in the history of the world. It's the miracles that happen afterwards. It's really that we're not going to give those things away that, that really make this movie called The Miracle in East Texas. And real quickly, Sam and I did a little more diligence, due diligence on the history of it. I didn't know this until we got into it. The oil from that field was used to, to uh, supply the Allies during World War II. So 10 years later, when America got involved in that war, they were getting, believe it or not, there were German subs in the Gulf of Mexico that were taking out ships of oil headed that way. They built a pipeline all the way up to New Jersey called the Inch, and they built it in a little over a year. That oil was shipped over there, and Winston Churchill said um, the Allies got uh, got help to win this war off the oil from East Texas. Wow, wow, that's what a what hell of a story! What, what 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 history? And 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 Dan Gordon, I mean his 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 work is phenomenal. So yeah. it was a it was a pleasure hanging with him. Uh, uh, did you mention, Kevin, did you mention it was written originally for um, Paul Newman? And Robert, Robert Redford. Redford. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we mentioned that before. And I don't we remember. Didn't. We didn't. And for whatever yeah. reasons, it didn't happen. And, uh, you know, Dan, uh, we became friends years were, later. And, were uh, you the Paul Newman or the? I think you were the Robert Redford guy? I think I was. Excellent. Well, Kevin, I'm going to close up the show. You're welcome to leave once again. Thank you so much. I, I have, have a great with all your rest hey, of your guys. Thanks, Thank James. You, we'll talk Appreciate to you. Much love, man. God bless you. God bless you. All right, James. Um, I'm going to cut your lines now, too. But <laughs> don't put that picture up again. Oh, I'm my John God. Duffy and I approved this message. Oh, God. That's, I love it. I love it. Uh, everybody, you got to come. Go to Sam uh, uh, .com. Check out this movie October 29th, Sunday, October 30th. Monday in theaters across the country, Fathom Releasing. You can go on Fathom Releasing and you can actually find out if it's in a theater near you. There's Fathom Releasing below us and there's Sorbo Studios as well. Make sure you check out this movie. Uh, you will not regret it. Trust me, it was really a blast making this. Um, 
you can watch this on YouTube. If tell your friends about this show, it's live now, but it'll be up on YouTube forever. So you can watch it there. I'm going to replay it again on my usual time, Sunday coming up at 2 p.m. So tell your friends if they didn't get a chance to see it, spread it out on social media, please. Uh, we appreciate it. We thank you so much for watching. Thank you for uh, so much for being part of uh, uh, this adventure with us. James, I'm going to give you uh, closing remarks. Well, John, thank you. This was amazing. It was great to see Kevin again, although on a screen, because uh, we, lo we love him. Uh, please uh, let me know when we hang up from this, how I can put it on my Facebook and my Instagram somehow, how you want me to do it. Um, and you said everything that we need to know. John, I just want to tell everybody, you and I made a bunch of movies together, and it is absolutely a blast every single day uh, hanging out with you, going to war with you, because it is a war when you make a movie. But you make it so much fun, and we get it done, and very proud of our working relationship together. Well, I, would, I have to echo that and just say thank you to you for, A, bringing me on both uh, Miraconis Texas and uh, Left Behind and having a chance to work with you on them. And, you know, I mean, that's one of the things, and just for people watching this show, me and James have done, we both come from the Bronx. We both done other things in our life, fitness, as well as moving into the film industry and actors, producers, directors, Teamster in his case, and a bunch of other things. But, you know, one of the things it's, uh, after all the movies we've done, you know, when it comes down to it, when you work with great people, it's an amazing experience. And working with Kevin and working with James, you know, I said to this, and I, and I regretted it after I said it. I said, I felt like on this movie, I didn't work a day at all. And then he said, do I have to pay you? And I was like, damn it, I shouldn't have said that. But, I, you know. That's pretty true, John. <laughs> so, you know, we, we have such a blast together. We have such a experience. And that's the way it should be. We, we, we respect people. We create family. And we, we try do. to make the best product. That you we know, can. one quick shout out. I think she's on this podcast. Crystal Snow. I saw her. She tuned in before. We're, we're getting ready to do a big project with her. She's from Canada. Incredible producer. Uh, she put together her last project. I have no idea how she did it. But, Crystal, if you're still on there, we, we really look forward to working with you. And we want to say hey. Absolutely. Hey, Crystal, thank you. Looking forward to it. And everybody else, please, October 29th, Sunday, October 30th, Monday, in theaters, Fathom releasing. Uh, get Go to Fathom Release and find out where you can see this movie. Share it with your friends. Come out, support us. We really would appreciate it. And uh, you know, we're grateful for everybody who watches this show and we're grateful for the people we get to work with. And you can also go to solostudios.com and check me out every Sunday, 2 p.m. and live courageously. Thank you, James. Have a great Thank one, brother. brother. Good Bye. night, everybody.